The following podcast may be explicit. One Joe Young presents Adventures from the Shed, a tabletop RPG podcast. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com. Our regular cast is back with special guest Chris, who plays the cleric Jer from Elena's past. Strange things are happening as spirits of the dead wander the lands. The resting party is confronted by ghosts during camp. Enjoy the podcast. Hi, and welcome back to Adventures from the Shed. We have an episode today coming from the garage. And you can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com on iTunes, Facebook, Stitcher Radio, Twitter. Go ahead, Mickey. Say something. Uh, Bing. Google+. Plus. Brittany said Bing. We're all over the place. You can find us We're out in there. your mother's living room. We right are in now. your mother's living your room mom. right now. Looking, we're in your mom. We're looking we're out in the window. Your mom. And we are going to go around the table and say hi, starting with... Hi, everyone. This is Mickey. I play Nessalus, who was... Well, what is she now? She's an elf. No, no she's, she's still, still a tiefling. She's still a tiefling. But when I don't know what she is. When we she's switched over character. to Dungeon World, yeah. you took the stats of an elf. I don't know what she is. She's just fun to play. She's, she's still the same actually. character. She's still fun. <laughs> JJ here next. playing uh, Calamity, the profiteer paladin. Nice. <laughs> Chris right. here playing Jared the cleric. Jared the mysterious cleric. And this is Kurt. I am playing Truk, the human monk, who in dungeon world terms is actually a fighter, slightly modified fighter. Hey everyone, this is Brittany. I'm playing Elena, the human paladin fighter bard. Paladin fighter bard. She's, uh, what, PFB? I like yes, that. And I'm Joe. I'm the game master yeah. for this Dungeon World campaign set in the world of Aleman. Uh And for those listening in, we do have our special guest, Chris, who introduced himself. He is playing the cleric in this adventure. We're going to get a quick recap of our last episode brought to you by... Elena! Or Brittany, either way. Who's a pal Barfy? Who's a pal, pal Barfy? Barfy. Yeah! Hold on, let me write that down. Someone write that down for me. <laughs> Someone write down pal Barfy. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, um, so in the last episode, we did a quick recap of what everyone had done in the. So you month recapped and a, a recap. Half. I like it. I am <laughs> recapping a recap. Smooth move. It's so meta. And um, basically, we had described what all of our characters had done in the month and a half between when we defeated the pirates or. Mostly defeated. You defeated them we, and then yeah. co opted them. Yeah. They're most conscripted. Yeah, that's probably Coerced a better way to put it. Yeah. Pirates. Um, They're getting paid, so. Between when that happened and when this is taking place. Uh, after that, basically, Elena's whole thing was that she was doing dishes and stuff in the tavern, which we, she was still staying in, and a mysterious stranger from her past showed up. Um, and that was Jer, the cleric. Um. And basically, we're learning a little bit about Elena's past, or we're not, because I don't talk. Um, <laughs> congratulations, guys. This is the most difficult adventure for no other reason than the fact that I am uncooperative. Getting knowledge <laughs> like pulling teeth. Yeah, every role is role versus Brit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Um, and basically, what we've learned is that Elena's entire town has thought that she was dead for the last ten years, except for, well... This guy. Well, I, I, I mean, yeah. just clarification. I think he's dead for five years, right? She's gone for ten years. Right. She's been gone for ten years, dead for five. Because okay. she spent five years. You don't know this yet. You will. Right. 
Um, she spent five years training with the Order, which is the reason that we're going on this adventure now. Um, the Order has been decimated, and their holy weapon is trying to be stolen by evil, slimy things. Evil, slimy things. You said of demons doom. and snakes, right? Demons. Neither and of those things are actually slimy. Hey, hey don't I, forget I the most important thing that happened last episode. And Truk now has a minstrel. Uh, minstrel minion. A minion. Who happens yes. to be a cute We have elf. a couple minions. What's her name? What's Winifred? her name? Wylene. Wylene. It's not Wylene. Don't listen Wylena. to me. Wylene the call girl. Wylene. Yeah. Wylene. <laughs> uh, okay. That's beautiful. Thank so you. we're going to pick up uh, this session with the party um, getting back on the road. You're headed out. Uh, that, that was our first night of camping. I wanted to get a little character expose there. We are going to now travel on to undertaking a perilous journey. I want somebody to grab one of the move sheets. Actually, everyone should have one. Um, pass those out if you don't mind. On the back side of the basic move sheet are the special moves. There is undertake a perilous journey. All, um, all of these jobs must be undertaken by characters, not the minions. So uh, somebody read that out to me. Actually, Chris, go ahead. Read out what uh, Undertake a Perilous Journey says. When you travel through hostile territory, choose one member of the party to act as a trailblazer, one to scout ahead, and one to be quartermaster. Same character cannot have two jobs. <clears throat> if you don't have enough party members or choose not to sign a job, treat the job as if it had rolled a six. Each character with a job to do rolls plus wisdom. On 10 plus, the quartermaster reduces the number of rations required by one. On 10 plus, the trailblazer reduces the amount of time it takes to reach your destination. On a 10 plus, the scout will spot any trouble quick enough to let you drop, get the drop on it. On a 7 to 9, each roll perform their job as expected. The normal number of rations are consumed. The journey takes as long as expected. No one gets the drop on you, but you don't get the drop on them either. All right, so we need out of our party who is going to take on the job of the uh, trailblazer, the person who makes sure you stay on track. Truk? I can do that. Truk can do that. I totally imagine the calamity would be the quartermaster. Yeah, quartermaster. So it makes I. sense because that is the one part where it's quantifiable, right? I'll take the scout. You'll take the scout. Jared. All right. Um, Sounds good. Nestle's just sitting pretty. All right. So what I want to, the, the order I like to do these in is I like to have the scout roll first. So let's do that. This doesn't suck. Uh, ten. Ten. Okay. That's good. And next I want to have the trailblazer roll. That would be Truk. That's a four on the four die. Four on the die plus uh, one. That would be a five. Make sure you mark an experience for that. Yay! You get experience! Yay! You know, there's really nothing I like more in the world than experience. And you're so good at getting it. It really, it's it's what makes the man. And Quartermaster, you might want to see if you starve to death while he's taking you off trail. Right? (laughs) We do! We survive! This is, in fact, a perilous journey. So, do we start with the horses? No, the minstrel gets first. Can we roll to see how many strings my minstrel broke during the break? It's How many strings one. are on the loot? <laughs> Twelve. Twelve strings? Yeah, yeah, it's a rare Well, elven. guess what, Kurt? You get to roll that mysterious D12 then. <laughs> so, um, oh, my gosh. Well, so, the, so while we were on our break, uh, Wylena has been playing every night, mm-hmm. and she really has a beautiful voice. And everyone, she's just, she almost puts you in a trance when she sits by the fire. <laughs> she's so beautiful to look at, and her voice is so soothing. But each night, she gets two-thirds of the way through, and a string breaks. 
twang. And the problem is that she has realized that she does not have any more strings and does not have the skill to make them. Uh-oh. And so actually she's now getting worried about her role, what her role in this uh, journey is going to be. And for what it's worth, she's actually been sneaking out with um, Truk's bow and working on her archery skills so that she might be able to contribute if needed. Very well. She's a little, she will contribute. She's a little worried Truk. about her, her she's status make as it a... Hot. Roll that D12, well, the D12. There, buddy. Should have brought a double now. Six. All right, so... By the time we get to back to our story, by the time we get back to a camp or, or a setting that we're talking about, um, she will have half of the strings left on the loot. So the reason we use so many uh, rations <laughs> is to feed the horses yep. from having to haul this damn trunk. Yep. And yep. what you're seeing right now is you're definitely going to need to gather rations from somewhere. Uh, game in the area is scarce. You're not able to gather enough of uh, small game or even berries or, or vegetables we to actually feed everybody for much minions. longer. You have enough food probably for a day or two, but you're definitely going to need, going to, need to resupply soon. Um, and okay. unfortunately, although you seem to have been following a road the whole time, it seems like you may have gone off trail. Elena, you don't recognize the area that you're in right now. I don't recognize. And you should recognize it if um, your trailblazer had kept you on track. I was distracted. Perhaps, perhaps you took perhaps a little by nap a little in the wagon yeah. or something during <laughs> the has a great day. I was going to say, maybe <laughs> I, because I know where I'm going, should be trailblazer. And, and when you, when you, uh, Next time. Uh, maybe you were involved in a conversation or took a nap or something, and uh, when you look out, you realize you, you went left at a fork where you should have gone right. Um, and uh, night is approaching... And off in the distance, you hear, uh, Jer, you hear, um, as, a, as the cleric, you know it is the whispering sounds of ghosts. Can I tell how far? Um, as, as the cleric, as a, div, a divining rod, essentially, for the undead, you know that they're probably within a couple hours of you. Okay. Coming our and way? they're or coming just, closer. Okay. I.e., they do not get the drop on you. <laughs> and night is falling. You are headed east, so the sun is setting behind you. And it is probably about time to set up a camp or decide to continue through the night. Do I pick up anything with my telepathy, with my Nessie sense? Nessie sense. That allows you to communicate with people you know up to 30 feet or so or something like that. Something like that. Well, actually, tell me, what does it say? It doesn't say anything anymore. I it used to that. say, um, I can communicate with well, wasn't it a creatures. No. no, it was a class ability. It was a class no, I mean, ability. in Dungeon World, I thought there was a spell for it, is what I'm saying. And it's a cantrip, but it's yeah. just written. I don't have my Can book. ghosts hurt you in Dungeon World, in Alamond? Are they material? Enough? Uh, that sounds like spouting lore, Mr. Monk. It does sound like spouting lore, doesn't it? Let's do it. Which is intelligence. Which is going to be a problem because I don't think that I'm particularly smart. <laughs> In fact, I have a negative one on top of my six roll, so I'm going to mark an XP. All right, so you Yay! mark an experience. Um, Truk, as far as you remember from your studies in the monastery, um, ghosts specifically, the only thing you know about them is there is one ghost in the afterlife for each person who has died in the physical world. That's all you know. And just to be clear, since I have a negative one to intelligence, there wasn't a lot of studying in the monastery. Right. You remember overhearing it while you were looking through, like you had the, the, uh, the magazine Play Monk in front of the literature, right? You, you did that kind of thing. And, and 
as somebody else was reading something out loud or maybe a chant about something. Something's burning. Is it you? I think it might be <laughs> JJ's shoe. Oh, I thought you were still, like, in game. In game, yeah. Like, Sorry. The, the heater under the Sorry, table. The, the space heater is burning something. Yeah. Dose. What else? Um, uh, what are you guys deciding to do um, as the sun is set behind you? Because neither of us recognize the area at all, right? At this point in time, no. It seems that you may have been um, where the road, uh, perhaps somebody had switched the sign where you need to go this way was turned to the left when it should have stayed to the right. Maybe you should try to get back to the road rather than camp. So you want to double well, back? Well, you're on a road, just on the wrong one. You want to uh. double back? I figure you didn't bring a 4x4 four mm-hmm. four wagon, so you're probably still on a road. Just not the right one. I'm going to check my druid multiclassing and see if I can talk to any animals. I don't think I can yet. No, but the, we did the thing about you Uh-oh. can... I got communion of whispers. Please, uh, go ahead, read that out and tell me what you say. Uh, what, what you, how you think you want to use it. Um, okay, so communion of whispers. So I am multiclass with druid because of the time that I spent with Druganach, the wild walker, in the grove. And I have communion of whispers, which is an advanced move in the druid class. When I spend time in a place, which we clearly have been spending time yep. in the place... Making note of its resident spirits and calling on the spirits of the land, I can roll plus wisdom. I will be granted a vision of significance to me, my allies, and the spirits around me. On a 10 plus, the vision will be clear and helpful to me. On a 7 to 9, the vision is unclear, its meaning murky. On a miss, the vision is upsetting, frightening, or traumatizing. The GM will describe it. Take negative one forward. Now, how I want you to describe that where this comes to you as part of your link with the branch of Frederica. So describe to me how you use that to get this vision. Right. Well, I'm not advanced enough. You know, I'm not a druid who can talk to the animals or the trees to, you know, get the, to be that attuned to the earth. But because I have Frederica as, as basically my staff or part of my staff, um, she is in tune with where I am yep. depending on distance and how – attuned she is to me at a particular moment. So it's not like she can always tell me what I want to know, but sometimes she can. Okay. Indirectly. Um, the, the, take negative one forward. Is that only on the failure? It's not clear the way on that the, it is. Uh, negative on one forward means the next roll you make will have a negative one. But it just says at the end, yeah. take the, negative one the forward. The next roll you, you make. Fail. Essentially it is, you did so bad that the next thing you do still has consequences from that. Right. Okay. Regardless of what it is, Come you're on, still baby. shaking from. What you got? S- that's going to be okay. Seven plus my wisdom. <laughs> s- actually, my wisdom's not great. Uh, it's going to be eight. All right. Well, eight is good. Yeah, uh, so seven the, to nine is good. Sorry, so eight would be unclear. It's meaning murky. Okay. So the vision that comes from, from Frederica, you get, well, uh, let's assume you've done this before. Druganach was teaching you how to do this. What, how do the visions take shape? Is this like um, flashback, kind of wavy? Uh, is it just a, a sight in your mind? Is it fog covering the world and revealing something? What does it look well, like? When it works well, it's just yeah. clear. It's just like a clear... So you see like a holograph, essentially? It's actually, it's, it's almost as if reality changes. And okay. for a time, I see a different reality. It's, it's what it is. Okay. Um, when it doesn't work well... It's basically everything is kind of foggy around. There may yeah. be there may be a scene, but it's it's misty. It's it's uh, opaque to some degree. Okay. And then sometimes it just doesn't work. 
So in, in your vision, what you see is um, uh, what looks like translucent people walking through a town. Through a town. Is there any identifying landmarks? It, just normal buildings. Okay. A small place. All, all wooden structures. Okay. But you see what looks like translucent people walking through a town in the nighttime. I guess I would ask Elena at this point if she, you know, knowing that we're sidetracked, but, you know, if she has any sense for how far we would be from the nearest village, town, city. Considering it's a road you haven't been on before, if you'd mm-hmm. like to try that, I'd like to spout lore. Okay. Um, if you want to try it just straight up like that. Okay. Uh, my idea would be how long ago did I know where we were? Before the road split, a few hours maybe. Oh my god! So we're not. Yeah. Out maybe you can get on top of the caravan and. I mean, uh, see uh, if does any anybody landmarks. as an actual real world reference? Does anyone know how quickly a normally traveling horse pulls along a wagon? Because that's how probably six or seven miles an hour. All right. So let's say five, just to make it easy. Let's five say you're miles. probably ten miles away from where you think you should have turned right. You turned left ten miles ago. Okay. So ten miles ago, how f- were we getting close to a town? Do we know? Yep, the yes. next town was, do you remember the name? Carthal. Yep, the next town was Carthal. And it was probably, you would have reached it tomorrow. You probably would have still had to camp overnight, right. but it's probably about 50 miles away. So, Elena, how big a... In the other direction. How big a place is Carthal? It's just a small town. Oh, <laughs> I yeah. was like, it's probably the town that you just saw, but I don't know what you just saw. <laughs> um... <laughs> It's a huh. small town, maybe a little bit bigger than the village we saved your brother in. That's okay. a good reference. Tijon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I think you, you pulled it out your butt. You remember that? Uh, really? No, Kurt pulled it out of his butt. I just sniffed it. <laughs> what? I think, uh, Are you muted? Yes, she is. <laughs> oh, folks at home just miss uh, Mickey being nastier than usual. I hope my microphone picked that up. Uh, maybe it a little, didn't. but probably not much. Um, <clears throat> I think we need to get there as quickly as we can. I'm not sure what's happening, but there's, there's, there's something that's not right there. There's spirits or something undead that's, that could be in the town. Are you recommending to keep going then? I, I think we need to keep moving. Turn back. I, I and think then... going to the town's a waste of our time. That's not the mission. But we're obviously lost, Jer. Yeah, but I don't want to go towards a town that could be possibly infested by undead. It's going to slow us down. But at the same time, we're running low on supplies, and you don't look very appetizing. <laughs> that's a good point. You're probably stringy. Yeah, that's true. I don't know. Old people? How far uh, is, is this town out of our way? If, you know, if we were back right on the right the road. road. Or is it on uh, the, on it, where it's we're on going? the right road. You went down the wrong road, remember? I mean, it's getting dark. I don't think we should bushwhack or stay on the wrong road. I think... I think we need to, I mean, unless we're talking about with Wileta, uh, I think we need to get back on the right road and go to town for the night. It would be nice to have a real bed, not to be by a campfire. It's still, <clears throat> backtracking and getting to the town is a day and a half. Oh. Mm. You would have reached the town Hazel tomorrow Hazel. if you had been on the right track. Let's go. All right, let's let that Do town fall into ruins. Do we have the provisions to last us that day and a half? Really you still need to get back on the right road, is my point. Yeah. You're still on the wrong so, road. We'll You're headed camp. due north, and you need to be headed northeast. Yeah. Make camp for now, and then set off in the morning. I agree. Executive decision has been made. 
executive decision. Right, but we know from Jer, right, that there are spirits several hours away, so we have to be prepared the for The sounds I heard sound like ghosts to me. We have to be prepared for the possibility that they'll come while we're Nessie, you tend to stay up late anyways. You take first watch. Take first watch. Here we go. I'll we're do it because I want to do it, not because you told me to. We are going to use from the special moves. We're going to take watch because it was just said. So, Nessie, you're first. I'm first. You're going to be taking watch. I'll also do a sanctuary spell around the ark. Oh, well, let's do that first then. Well, so I will try to do a Tell me what spell. sanctuary spell <laughs> says before you roll it. As you cast the spell, you walk at the perimeter on an, of an area, consecrating it to your deity. As long as you stay within that area, you are alerted whenever someone acts with malice within the sanctuary, including entering with harmful intent. Anyone who receives healing within the sanctuary receives an extra 1d4 hit points. Nice. All right. So this is a first level cleric spell. As a cleric, go ahead and cast that thing. Hopefully this doesn't suck. It shouldn't suck. It might. Uh, Ten. Ten. Hey, that's success. Okay, so you you walk up perimeter, um, and it says, consecrating it to your deity, as your deity was something that started with a Z, wasn't it? Yes. Uh, Knowledge. Yes. So what is that like? Are you, like, dropping pages out of books around the area? I mean, what's that look like? (laughs) Um, Dropping knowledge box. Describing runes, I bet. Yeah. I'll take. I do have a staff besides my warhammer. Yeah. So I will have uh, like certain uh, runes around the in the dirt. Okay. I'll, I'll have a line too. Do you have it? Like, is there a chant or something that you do when you cast a sanctuary spell? Uh, no, I did, this is just the runes work for that. Okay. Um, so Jer takes a few minutes to do that before people settle in, and uh, Nessalus, you will be taking the first watch. You want me to read it? Go for it. I don't think we've done that one yet. When you're on watch and something approaches the camp, Guess roll plus happen. wisdom. <laughs> yeah. On a ten or greater, you're able to make wake the camp and prepare a response. The camp takes plus one forward. On a seven through nine, react just a moment too late. The camp is awake but hasn't had time to prepare. You have weapons and armors but little else. Excuse me. On a miss, whatever lurks outside the campfire's light has the drop on you. Dun 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 dun. dun. Come on. Go for it. Roll. Plus wisdom. Oh, dear God. <laughs> There's a five. Uh-oh. I think I'm going to mark some experience. That's wisdom. a six. Okay. So mark an experience. Yeah. Hopefully my spell will yeah. buffer that out a little bit. Yeah. Distracted thinking about Wayne. <laughs> I did. I was daydreaming so, <laughs> or night dreaming about Wayne. Because of that, um, uh, Nessalus does not notice it, but Jer is awoken by the alarm of the sanctuary spell. Because it says, you are alerted whenever yeah. someone acts with malice within the sanctuary. Yeah. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Um, where would uh, Wylena sleep? <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, we, we have a wagon, right? Yep. She would, she's in the wagon. Bed. Plus three minions that are along for the ride, right? Yeah. Uh, three uh, seamen. Do we former, have, former semen. Yeah, how many tents do we, have, like, we have a big tent or like multiple smaller tents? Like, uh, whatever you guys would want to set up. But it would be smaller things that you would set up around a fire type of deal, right? Okay. Maybe a lantern in the tent, that type of deal. Truk would probably be sleeping alone. Um, Calamity snores like hell. Yeah. We, uh, we weren't questioning if you were sleeping with Calamity. We were questioning if you were sleeping with Wylena. Uh, yeah. well, I'm, I'm not sure. Calamity actually... Uh, Strings a hammock up between the axles underneath the wagon. <laughs> ah, that's kind of interesting. I like that. Sleeping undercover of the wagon. 
ha ha. Um, I'm so Wileen is going to come to a bad end, and I'm, it's going to hurt me inside. Jer, you awaken to the alert of the sanctuary, as well as the screaming of Wylena. <laughs> and when you open your eyes, you realize um, around you is uh, ghosts of those who have passed on. How close did they get? They are there. Oh, they're right, they're right within the camp. They have now acted with malice upon Wylena. Jeez. Why are they mad at us? So much for a tripping alarm early. Yeah, well, it tripped it as soon as malice happened. Yeah. Like it says. <laughs> well, as soon as they enter the line. Cross uh, well, the line. with malice. <laughs> okay. <laughs> they act with malice within the sanctuary. Everyone up. They weren't entering with harmful intent until they found they a young elf like, girl. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they're wandering. Yeah, this, exactly. These are wandering spirits. Like you, like the vision that Truk saw, technically. <laughs> gotcha. They're just walking along. Gotcha. They call me the wonder. And they roam around and around and around and around and around and around and around. You got it. So Jer is the only one awake at this time. Yeah, Because yeah. as part of the failure, oh, yeah. Nessalus fell asleep. <laughs> yeah. Just dropped asleep, right? Per- perhaps, just, you dozed. Well, she was daydreaming. Yeah, Ambert's muted. Yeah. Um, hey so just as could happen to anyone on watch, especially when you think of all the movies where somebody's on watch and a bad thing happens, they close their eyes just for a moment. I was just resting my eyes. Well, you were just resting your eyes. Fine. Yeah. Jer, how do you want to react she to this? She was resting her eyes out of spite. Because out I of told her to spite. Do <laughs> yes. I will yell, everyone up. Sorry. Everyone up. Who is a light sleeper? Who is not? I am a light sleeper, but I don't have time to don my armor. Wobbly <laughs> <laughs> oh, pits! You actually do not because of her failure. You do not have time to ready your armor or weapons. Um, Everybody will be caught unawares. Elena <laughs> is sometimes a heavy up. sleeper, but not with all that's on her mind today. Yeah, okay. She was uh, half awake okay. already. It doesn't really matter True. when you're a monk with bark skin. Oh, boy. Oh, snap. Well, He's been doing his pull-ups. Frederica is your bark skin. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. So you have to help, help use her to help with your defense. That's true. But, I mean, my staff is right yeah. there. Oh, your staff is sure. always ready. <laughs> when I'm sleeping, my staff is oh, yeah. right there. <laughs> your staff. All right. Sorry. Oh, okay. Someday um, my children might listen to this. Jer, there are probably about 10 or so ghosts just walking around the campsite. Uh, could I do a spout lore to figure out uh, if they have any weaknesses or anything, or if our usual weapons will hurt them at all? Definitely. That sounds like spout lore to me. Now, there is a cleric thing for undead, by the way. Yes. On the front of the cleric sheet, they're, yeah. they're, one of their starting moves is turn undead. Yeah. But that may be something you want to take a look at. It really only helps you. Right, yeah, I just want to see if it's, yeah. they're going to be wasting their time or not. Yeah. I got a, a four, so I don't Yeah, mark some experience. Yeah. Mark an experience on that. Not sure about these ones. Um, yeah, uh, the, you are used to using magic against undead, and you don't know what else, hap- what else yeah, gotcha. affects them. Okay. Um, all right, others are starting to awake, uh, awaken. The, the ghosts themselves are just they're walking through everything except the tents. It seems like they're walking around, walking through the wagon. Um, Wylena just has run out of her tent. Uh, she may have gone out to... You know, use the restroom or Make something. Make water. Yeah. She was going to be um, true in his tent, but didn't And she's just standing what, outside one of the tents, staring at the ghost, just now shivering. So they have malice, but what, what do we see them doing? Are they attacking? Or are they... they don't appear to be 
attacking, but they are, I don't know, a spout lore. I mean, I guess I'm wondering. Are or, they... or actually, discern realities would work as well. Yeah, yeah that'd be better. Are they coming you, it sounds for like us, you're trying to check out what's going through on. the area is what I want to know. Uh-huh. So let's start with a discern reality. God dang, it's one of those days. Are you marking another experience? Yes, he is. Yeah. What is discern realities? Wiz- wisdom. Yeah, I am, in fact, with a six. Okay, mark an experience. Man, I might get to level up sometime. As you're looking around at them, and maybe somebody else sees this as well, a ghost walks right up behind Truk, walks into his form, and he is stuff, stuck stiff as a rail. Oh, okay. Um, it's kay. like a spirit walked into him and is now... Possessed him. Yeah. yeah. He kind of looks like the statue he was uh, a few episodes <laughs> You're ago. You're petrified. Of but him. not quite petrified. I'll grab my holy symbol and start praying. That's a good idea. I, uh, I so that turn undead type yep. of thing? Yep. All right. So let's do that roll. What do we got? Twelve. On a 12. Okay. <laughs> So go ahead and read what on the 10 plus says. <clears throat> on a 10 plus, you also momentarily daze intelligent undead and cause mindless undead to flee. Okay. As you do that, the ghosts that are near to you flee away from you and the campfire towards the outskirts of the, te- the, the camp. Okay. Do I see that? Yes. So I'm going to walk towards Jer. Yeah. Well, at the same time, trying to figure out if there's anything magical here. Hmm. That I can possibly do some dispel magic on. Right? Is that one of my things? I am going to say... I can't remember if you get that automatically. Detect magic is a cantrip, It's I a think. first level spell. But did you get it as a cantrip? I detect or dispel? I have detect magic. Okay. okay. I don't have dispel magic. If you want to cast detect magic, go ahead and roll to cast a spell. Let's cast a spell. Uh, plus intelligence. Ooh, mm-hmm. that could be good. What's the numbers? I see an eight on my dice plus right. three. Oh yeah, makes that's eleven. That's eleven. Um, eleven. So what I will tell you is they are not magical. Well, that was useless. Well, I mean that should be uh, useless. So they're not magical. You can't dispel them magically. But our regular weapons should work against them. Not necessarily. Uh, well, they're. Still, spirits. We'll try it. See what happens. Um, That's the easiest way to tell you. You'll find out either way. If you want to spout that lore, that's a different role. So I know they're not magical. You know for sure they are not a magical creature. So then how do I figure out if our regular weapons will work against them? Either use them (coughs) or try and remember where you might know it from. So can I just use my magic missile? Oh, yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. So, magic missile. Go for it. Against the ghost that's coming towards me. Okay. So, wait, what are you rolling for? She wants to hit one with a magic missile. It doesn't work. Uh Uh-oh. It's a seven. Because it's... Where's my little... Where is it? Magic missile became a cantrip. Plus three. Plus three? Seven? Your intelligence. It's always plus intelligence? Yeah. Yeah, Whenever you cast a spell, add intelligence. So, seven. Seven, that's a success. Now, on your cast a spell move, which is the front of the wizard sheet, you have um, a seven to nine thing to choose from. It is the bottom sheet. Cast a spell. There it is. All right. Getting it together here. You got it. So when you release a spell you've prepared, you roll 
on a seven to nine, the spell I is cast, but I have to choose one. Mm-hmm. So I can either draw unwelcome attention, I can disrupt the fabric of reality. Which is nice. Or I, mean, I can either forget it. I'm going to just uh, do unwelcome attention. You like that one, don't you? I do. Bring it on. They all do, don't they? Yeah. Um, any spellcaster loves that. Um, this one is, go ahead and roll your damage. Oh, oh double force. Nice. That's a ghetto crit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, the, the ghost that you hit with the magic missile just dissipates. And when that happens, uh, there's a little shriek from that ghost, very similar to uh, the ghost sound they make when they flee from Turn Undead. And the, um, the other ghosts turn to the source of this, and they are now marching slowly towards Nessalus. Bring it on, Bitches. bag of bones. Um, Elena. Um, reminded me, Britt reminded me, Elena could not be surprised. I'd like Elena to have a, a chance at acting next. All right. Um, Why could she not be surprised? She has a, a move. Go ahead, Britt. Um, uh, because the things that I have on my class is like a multi-class. There's multi-class dabbler and multi-class initiate. 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 In the shit. I can't be surprised. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but the things that come in my mouth are so surprising. Shit, you um, know. And one of the things that I have is the thief mood move. Mood? I'm going to stop talking. Thief mood. No, you just started. <laughs> um, Keep going. Shoot first, which yeah. says you're never caught by surprise. And those who remember, um, yeah, her fighter Sarah. had the alert, alert feature, feature, which yes. meant she could never be surprised. And, and I we, got plus five to initiative. There you go. So uh, Britt just reminded me of that, of her own initiative. Yeah. And uh, um, we're going to give her a shot to go next. Yeah. So because she was already sleeping pretty lightly and probably still had her weapon right near her. You get to act first. Yeah. You could not be surprised. You're acting first, um, third. Yeah, I'm going to act uh, fourth. first, third. Fourth, fourth. Just do it. Actually, Quim is the only one who hasn't done anything yep. yet. But yeah, go. Yeah, sure. Let's, go first. Let's do it. Um, I'm, I'm just going to attack whatever's closest to me and um, isn't part of my party. So you're grabbing your sword and I'm you're going to sword. swing it at one. Yeah. Okay. Hack and slash. Yeah. That's a basic move. That's on, the basic on this move paper. Yeah. There's so many papers in front of me right now. Now, I believe um, we did yours as, I can't remember if we did yours as dex or not. What was your dexterity or strength? Um, uh, what was Hack the higher number? Strength. strength is higher. All right. So okay. we didn't change yours. Okay. So and, and I think strength. I think it's either Kurt or Mickey that says this normally, but it goes like a month or so between the times we play. So bear with us as we read through our sheets again each time we get back together. <laughs> And She's got her arms in the air. Let's say, um, make you remember this like audio you just podcast. Don't care. <laughs> That's a seven. A, a seven. seven. Okay, tell me what happens on a hack and slash with a seven to nine <clears throat> result. On a seven to nine, you deal your damage to the enemy, but the enemy makes an attack against you. Ooh. Okay, what's your damage? Counter strike. <laughs> say it like you mean it. 
That's what she said. Is it a six? <laughs> it's a four. Yeah, she rolled a D six. Did you roll it underneath there? It's um it's it's in there. It's in there. It's in there. It's a six. I can't reach it. And oh no, now it, you flipped it. You roll, roll it again. Roll it? I'm gonna I'm gonna trust that uh it was a six because what happens is your sword goes through it without any effect. And oh. your arm is stuck within the, the ghost itself, and Ooh. you feel a, a deathly icy cold on your arm as you're unable to release it from within the center of the being. You're stuck. Damn. All right. And you, you take a D4 of, of <laughs> and I'm going to say this, and I hate to say it, of damage that ignores armors because it's magical, but they're not magical. But they're not magical? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I ignore Three that. Three points of damage. He slimed me. He slimed me. You got slimed? Slimer. <laughs> she's getting slimed. So, uh, Super slimed. So she's stuck in a ghost. I just yeah, blasted one into oblivion. Calamity. I want to... Um, now, think of the regular D&D terms. All of this happened in the last six seconds. Yeah. So oh, yeah. You, you haven't been out of it for 20 minutes like well, it feels like. I saw the um, ghost enter the body of Chook. Yes. And I'm going to get some holy oil. Holy oil? Yes. You just I, have I, it. Um, I do. It's uh, because Wait, kerosene... Are you going to rub me with holy oil? Kerosene is uh, worth its weight in gold in this world. i give you a massage. And oh, so you're just going to burn them? No, I'm going to just take some kerosene yeah. and wick it. Wick it at Truk. And flick use I am the law to tell the ghost to dispossess him. Be gone! Play some anthrax. I'll buy that. Um, you know, the other thing we did not do, JJ, that I want to do before we start the next start session a quest. is a quest. Yeah. Yes, I, I forget that. Uh, so go ahead and use your I am the law move. You're giving an NPC an order based on your divine authority. In this case, divine or monetary authority, exactly. however you want to put it. <clears throat> go for it. These dice, I tell you, that's a 12. That's a 12. You need to share those dice. Everyone you got your dice yeah. They're the dice Joe gave me the, the night we played All Nighter. Ah, yeah, the, the Big Robot Games dice I made. Cool. Um, um, all right, so on a 12. Uh, so kerosene smacks Chook in the face, yeah. and it burns the ghost from within. <laughs> um, what they're go- what, what's going to happen is, in this case, it, that one... Uh, that ghost itself is going to back away cautiously. Um, and the then, power of currency compels you. The, the power of the almighty coin. <laughs> the courteous. Yeah. Cur- he's, the courteous. He's making it rain. <laughs> um, <clears throat> With gold coins, which hurt. True. True. Yeah. This is your opportunity to act as you feel the freezing leave you. It, it, it goes. So you felt it. The feeling was as if ice went from your back to your front, right. and now it is going from the front to the back away from you. Right. So, and that ghost has just left you. None of the core party members appear to be in immediate danger. Well, Elena's arm Me. is stuck in the middle of a ghost. Yeah, but she's tough. Like a ghost was just stuck in the middle of you. All right, well, they're good. They're going to take care of Elena. Possibly. I'm going to go check on the minions. Ah. I'm going to go protect the minions. He's going to okay. check his elf. So I just you know I, I, I like to check your week. elf. So uh, the um, check yourself before you wreck yourself, fool. Wylena is still standing outside of one of the tents, whatever, wherever, whatever tent she had been sleeping in. She's standing outside of it right now, quivering in fear, bottom lip shivering, her lips have turned blue. She's just out of it. What 
it was. Other minions are okay. The other minions uh, are possibly still in their tents. They have not come out. All right. Well, if they're not. If you want to go check their tents, you can. Wylena's husband's name is Wyclef Gina. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, uh, <laughs> I love Wyclef. Um, uh, yeah, I'll check. Uh, on, I'll check on them to make sure that they're good. And then if okay. they're, if everyone's fine, then I'll rush back and. Well, you're going to check on them as Jer does. I'm going to rush over to Alina if I can. Okay. And I'm still praying. See if I can get the ghost. Okay. So you're going to do another turn on dead attempt. Yeah. And let's this time let's go ahead and read what it says. Because you said it and you did it, but as part of the podcast, I like to read out the moves sometimes when we do that. Gotcha. When you hold your holy symbol aloft and call on your deity for protection, roll plus wisdom on a seven plus, so long as you continue to pray and brandish your holy symbol, no undead may come within reach of you. On a ten plus, you also momentarily daze an intelligent undead and cause mindless undead to flee. Aggression breaks the effects and they are able to act as normal. Okay. So in this case, um, the reason that this one was able to act as normal was because Elena attacked it, right. and um, the others were fleeing from you, but this one is back to its normal self. Gotcha. So you are approaching it, and you're doing another turn on dead. Yeah, I rolled a seven, so. Okay. So in this case, as you approach her, it backs away yeah. and pulls her arm along with it. Okay. So she is pulled with it. Elena, you are compelled to move along with the undead. Um, Nestleus, you see this happening. As Jer approached, the undead stepped away from him and pulled Elena's arm along with it. Where are you going, Jer? Get back here. She runs towards Jer <laughs> yeah. again. And at the same time, so she sees Elena. Yep. Stuck. Elena's arm with the sword is kind of stuck there, and she's being pulled around by the, the ghost moving away from Jer. Well, her blast magic missile slash Eldritch Blast worked before, so she's yep. going to take aim at the head of the... Eldritch Missile. Eldritch Missile. She's going like to Eldritch it. Missile the head of the ghost that Elena stuck to. Go for it. Go cast that spell, girl. Let's cast that spell. Oh, yeah. Casting it. Here we go. Woo-hoo! That would be a 5 plus 3, normally an 8? Yes, 5 plus normally. 3 is normally, normally? We are in the garage today, though. So. Is it still an 8 in yeah, the garage? it is. It is yeah. Okay, so she's going to cast a spell and, of course, draw some more unwelcome attention. Okay, now maybe the cleric will hang around and they won't all kill you. <laughs> you that never is know. my hope. Maybe. <laughs> That's a plus. That's why um, she's sticking to him like glue. Okay, so roll your damage for the magic missile. Damage... Three. All right. As the magic missile hits it, this one uh, also poofs away and squeals an unearthly squeal. Uh, And Elena, your arm has been freed. (laughs) The other ghosts are now kind of walking in a perimeter now around the campsite. Tell your friends. They are not coming any closer. Booba gaba, one of us. One of us. One of us. (laughs) That was a freaky movie. They appear to be like predators stalking prey kind of walk. They're, they're all, all of their faces are looking towards the center of the camp as they're walking in a circle now around the campsite. But they are staying away from the cleric. Oh, so what my character did during the Halloween episode. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, ah! Excuse me. <clears throat> that was I want to ask Jared. If there's anything he can do Excuse to me. beef up the consecration. <laughs> uh, beef it, yeah. You mean the sanctuary? Yeah. A sanctuary is mainly uh, so a detection warning, spell. Yeah, it's a warning yeah. system. Yeah, he got it. 
but it they can come in no matter what. Um, is there some way? Do I know of some way I can like anoint the area to? That um, sounds more like a clerical thing. Maybe yeah. he would know. Maybe you could ask him if he yeah. knows. Do you do know some way to anoint <laughs> the area to make it ghostproof? Yeah, can I use my divine guidance to figure Ooh. out if my uh, deity will grant a boon to me? Some okay. information. So let's do that. Um, go ahead and uh, do a little, um, come up with a little prayer. Petition your deity. Say a little <laughs> prayer for you. <laughs> I, just what would you ask? Uh, you Zanya, know, uh, please give me the knowledge to help lasagna? us. Oh, no. No. Lasagna? Oh, no. Lasagna. 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 Is this the Church of the Flying uh, She's kind of pasty. Yes. It's the Church of Garfield. Lasagna. lasagna. Flying spaghetti monster. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Which is yeah. out its needly appendage. <laughs> that that's it now thank you of knowledge newly appendage yeah. of knowledge yeah. please give me the knowledge to help my comrades mm-hmm. okay noodle um, slap useful knowledge related Your bits are already out so uh, and now we're not going to worry about the domain piece because we're kind of with a temporary character right now gotcha with a cleric it normally we pick the domain and all that what we're going to do is just useful knowledge um you feel the noodly appendage of knowledge touch you my brain. and let you know that these spirits will stay away from flame. So you, it, it may have, I mentioned it briefly in passing earlier, it stays away from the fire and gotcha. the cleric. Um, if you were to build a fires around the campsite, they would gotcha. not enter. <clears throat> you have any more of that oil? We could. Yeah, we got, I got plenty of kerosene. I was going to do some line. trading up on the way, but... It, yeah, we can make a line. We need like to a circle. You know what's more important than that? Life. I mean, yeah. wait, wait, hold on. JJ, fire? Did, did someone say fire? Fire. JJ, do you have adventuring gear listed on your character sheet? Yes, I do. You should have five of them. Mark off one. So can I, can I write I trading gear in here too? Why are we wasting adventuring gear? Why are we wasting adventuring gear? Wait, wait, wait. Yeah. Somebody said fire? But as a spell, you can start it. You need fuel to maintain it. Right. Can I light them on fire? Let me stand. <laughs> Unless you could have started a forest fire. Because only, only you can prevent only them. Only I can prevent them. Yeah. And I can start them too. I'm on fire. I'm on fire. All right. Adventuring gear marked. All right. I know we don't do much with that normally, but that is specifically what it's there for. You pick out something you can use. You mark off a use of uh, gear. And kerosene's a very, very long-burning fuel. Not bad. Thank you. You're welcome. Mickey doesn't get upset when I belch into the microphone. Because you don't, like, do it at, like, fucking 50 decibels. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm insulted. That was a really good burp, Mickey. It was deep. It wasn't that loud. It was deep. It I'm tone. just speaking out for the I think it came from my toes. A little bit of gurgle. It, 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 it was almost ephemeral. It was effeminate, yeah. It was effeminate. <laughs> you said <burp>. ephemeral. <laughs> it came from her femur. Uh, what? So, yeah, I, uh, I will um, use my... Ho- I mean, of course, I think this is holy oil. Well, of course, yeah. So, I mean... I mean holy as in it's it brought valuable. you profit and it won't now? And that is your religion. Yeah. yeah. So you're making a sacrifice, literally. <laughs> I only roll it out on the perimeter. Yeah. So... Make a little um, torches, mm-hmm. little uh, get, get some stoneware, some of the stoneware, and uh, fill it okay. with yeah. um, the kerosene. You make some brassiers, basically. Yeah. <laughs> yes, fiery brassiers. Put two next to each brassiers. other. Oh, I like to see and a fiery brassier. How are focus, you going? Focus, focus, <laughs> truke, focus, truke, truke. How are you going to comfort her? 
How am I going to come for her? A Wylena is she looks uh, still like she freaked needs out. Some mouth to that's, mouth. True, that's true. She is still freaked out. The other minions just stayed in their tents and weren't harmed. Um, she stepped out, or she was out of her tent at the time the ghosts approached, and she is freaked out, dude. Like to the point where you, when you walk up to her, if you touch her, she like she flinches and squeals and uh, different from normal. I'm going to tell her to get her bow and come with us. Okay, so you're going to walk outside the fire. Wait, I'm confused. <laughs> They're making fires uh-huh. to protect the yeah. campsite itself. But she's in the campsite, right? Yeah, she yeah. is. But she's frightened. She's never seen a ghost. Right. She looks like she's seen a ghost. Probably the only person out of ten people who actually looks like they've seen a ghost. Because, well, somebody has so to. So are you suggesting that I should just No, I'm saying how do, you handle her, how do you handle rub her? Rub her shoulders and tell her it's going to be okay? Is that what you want to do? Well, no, I want to go kick some ghosts, but... Okay, so you want to go beat up ghosts or just keep them at bay, I guess, is what, what I'm asking. Nobody else seemed like they were going to fight them. I mean, you know, I, I would want to parlay with them. Oh, but yeah? I don't really have you any leverage with You want to parlay with, with ghosts? Yeah, I mean, I always want to understand where they're coming from before I kill them. Well, Damn let's it, do true. that. Let's do that. Go, uh, you want to go talk to a ghost? I, I, yeah, this I always... is not the sixth sense. You're go a strange for it. monk. Yeah, uh, technically, right now, you see dead people. That's true. All right, can I, I want to. Well, I want to find out what they want, but I don't feel like I have any leverage over them. Uh, it's not parlay; it's just talking. You can just talk to them. Okay, can I just talk to them? Yeah. Yes. So do it. Hey, hey go, let's hey, see what happens. Hey, ghost man. <laughs> hey, ghost man. Hey, Mr. Ghost. Now, hold on. What this did is, we do this to is, you? This is true. How would a monk approach a spirit from the afterlife? Because that's what they are. Right. Yeah. I mean, he would. Well. Now, I, I never really described them, but as, just to give you an idea, as per my mention earlier, that there is a ghost for each person who has died. The ghosts appear as the people did when they died. So you have this ghost of maybe a barmaid, a ghost of a guy who was riding a horse that is still wearing his riding gear, and JJ's raising his hand. Because he spent a week being silent. Uh-oh. Which means he used the move bolster. Ah. So now he's going to prepare to talk. He's preparing the whole time. Um, So let's read bolster. Since I don't know what it is. I think there's still something with that mic. When you move, it ticks, I think. But go ahead. You're, You're good. When you spend your leisure time in study, meditation, or hard practice, you gain preparation. If you prepare for a week or two, one preparation. If you prepare for a month or longer, three. When your preparation pays off, spend one preparation for plus one to any roll. You can only spend one preparation per roll. My answer is going to be because JJ picked a move we haven't used. The answer is yes. You're going to add one when you have to roll. Excellent. Well, the way I've been rolling, that'll be four <laughs> plus one. But we're not, we're not rolling yet. <laughs> right. Number two. So I yeah. would... <sighs> so first off... Um, pick a standard, regular, all everyday person look, and that's the ghost you're approaching. So pick something. I'll go for the barmaid. All right. So there's, there's a woman who's actually carrying, you know, some pewter tankards just walking right. around, kind of lost. Right. So I want to approach her mm-hmm. in a non-threatening manner and ask her why they've come to find us and if there's anything we can do to help them. Okay. Um, in, in the, uh, what you would expect as a ghostly whisper, um, the, the voice... Because, you know, I expect ghosts every day. 
Of course, right. The, the, um, the ghost voice comes back to you only in your head. You don't hear it out loud. Her lips don't move. Um, uh, but you hear, um, we have been let loose to roam the land. We only wish to rest. Let loose by whom? We don't know. And, wh- and why were you attacking us? The dead... What was that, what's that line from the um, from the Lord of the Rings? The dead do not suffer the living. <laughs> the dead yes. only want to be back to life. That's what she tells you. Right. Uh, you know, as we we are normally we rest. We are not resting now. We need to we need to feel again. And normally I would ask the cleric if there's anything that we could do to put their spirits at rest. <laughs> but I think the cleric, the cleric is went preoccupied. To Checking the fires. It's so much easier when we're right near the restroom. The uh, cleric is checking the fires. Yeah. So I, I'll ask Calamite if he knows any way that we might bring rest and peace to the spirits. Um, we need to uh, stop whatever's rabble-rousing them. Let's do a spout lore. We need to raffle stomp. Raffle stomp. <laughs> I, as an ex-paladin, know anything yeah. about that? Uh, anybody knows anything as long as they're rolling for it. Let me just... Uh, I don't know it. Shocking. Are you marking an experience, JJ? I am progressing one more toward the next level. Okay. <laughs> as am I. <laughs> so can All I right, guys. I don't think three. I've done a spout lore yet. What am I doing? Minus one. All right. Now, here, one or of the two. things we have to watch for with the bard. Um, the bard has bardic lore that's specific. Yeah. So... Uh, go ahead and read what it was that I circled there for later. Grand histories of the known world. Now, I'll tell you the reason I picked that was as a concept, when we were playing in the D&D side, mm-hmm. it seemed to me that Elena, or Brit, mm-hmm. was rolling a more successfully on trying to figure things out than other people. Mm-hmm. So, like, what does this mean, the role, you ended up getting higher roles. So you had more general knowledge of the world, so to speak. And that's why that's there. Now, as far as that specific thing goes, it says, when you first... Mm-hmm. Go ahead, read it. When you first encounter an important creature, location, or item, your call, covered by your bardic lore, you can ask the GM any one question about it. The GM will answer truthfully. The GM may then ask you what tale, song, or legend you heard that information in. Okay. So if we consider that a ghost is, in essence, living history of the known world, mm-hmm. then it's, it's, you could take your own leap onto what you think that might affect mm-hmm. and how you would want to handle it. All right. So you have now um, seen ghosts. The one question I would ask the GM is, how do we lay the ghosts to rest? Uh, okay. So the ghosts are laid to rest when the vessel that brought them to life is destroyed. Okay. Now, how do you know that? Uh, Because of my time as a paladin. Okay. And I will tell you then, as part of your time with the paladin, the, um, the vessel that brings them to life is a powerful wizard from an ancient empire. And you might want to write that because that might come back. And bite you in the buttocks. And buttock biting will commence. <laughs> um, so still the danger has passed. 
So calamity yeah. will the, the, technically the danger is now the danger itself is past. Yes. So I'm gonna, heal gonna, gonna go back and uh, hammock and get some shut eye because yeah. I had the last watch. Okay. Would you turn the fires off? No, they're, they're, they'll burn That's through the night. That's what's keeping everything in. They'll, they'll burn through the night. Yep. I'm going to go and ask Wylena to sing to me in the hopes that it will take her out of her head and calm her. Let's do a charisma roll, please. <laughs> the danger being that she will continue to be frightened. <laughs> I haven't, on the dice, rolled over a five today. Oh, so I'm so I just rolled a, a four plus one for yeah. a five. I'm going to level up just in like two hours today. That's awesome. Okay, so... Wylena? Yes. Um, which is how you started, but you're saying Wylena now. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Wylena. Yeah. Because she's it sounded awful yes. close Wy- to Wylena. Sorry, sorry. The last Wylena. Time said it. Wylena. Wylena continues. She is now, essentially, she is stuck in shock. She's that person that you want to keep putting blankets right. over because she is cold and in shock. And yeah, um, she's shivering her. the um, whole time. What? <laughs> Can I just slap her? But she will, she will lay jealous? in the back of the wagon as you guys continue. On your journey. And what no, you never going... get over your first flame. No, you never get off <laughs> over your first love. That's true. We're going to um, say over the next couple of days, you get the wagon back on track. You get the whole caravan back on track. And um, you approach um, in a day and a half. I do want to, uh, before we approach the Go town, ahead. Yep. I do want to at some point pull Nestleus aside. Okay, let's do this now. Go ahead. And um, say, Nestleus, you know how you often get my name wrong? Yes. What's my name? Elena. What's oh, my name, right. bitch? What's my oh. name? And who's <laughs> Do you my know daddy? how you usually call me Alyssa? Alyssa, yeah. Keep doing that. Why? Just do it. But I want to know why. You'll find out. And but that's where we're going to end this episode of Adventures from the Shed for the special episode from the garage in the shed. In you need to call garage. it Adventures from the Garage from now on. I can't. At it doesn't it's, sound like it. doesn't phonetically It doesn't have the yeah. Adventures from the Garage. From the Garage. The Garage. From the Garage. Alright, so anyway, we're going to sign off this episode and everyone will say Bye everyone! After their encounter with the ghosts, the party seeks to discover more about them. Truk fails to console Wylena, and we learn Elena has gone by different names in the past as the caravan gets back on track. Thanks for joining us. The preceding podcast was brought to you by One Joe Young. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com.